I'm Madison Sprato, the news editor at The Daily Lobo. Unfortunately, Editor-in-Chief Kyle Land has a final today and could not be here for the podcast, so I'll be your host. This week's podcast is going to look a little different. Going into the intercession, The Lobo will not print for the next two weeks, and we also didn't print today. Because of that, we wanted to take this time to talk about some of our favorite stories throughout the year. Here with me today are news reporters Catherine Stringham, Danielle Prokop, sports and news reporter Cameron Goldner, and photo editor Colton Newman. Up first, we're going to take a look at how the University of New Mexico's tap room has gained ground throughout this semester. Austin Tyra reported on this issue for the Lobo, and Cameron is here today to tell us about it. Thanks, Madison. In 2016, Gus Pedrotti, a then-senior chemistry and psychology major, started a petition to call for an on-campus tap room. In 2018, the tap room has secured funding and a home in the Student Union Building. Melanie Sparks is the Executive Director of Institutional Support Services and spoke to the Associated Students of UNM on March 28th. Sparks said five breweries have shown interest in working with the university. The final hurdle the project needed to pass was the State Board of Finance. They approved construction in late April. Sparks expects construction to begin sometime this month behind Wise Pies and the Sub. According to the Associate Vice President of Institutional Support Services, the taproom will operate on normal business hours. Students under 21 will be allowed inside the taproom, but will not be able to purchase alcohol. The space is expected to be used as seating, even when the taps are shut off. According to the Risk Assessment Form, construction is expected to end in August. Thank you, Cameron. On March 22nd, the UNM Board of Regents approved a tuition increase during the budget summit. Austin Tyra reported on the summit for the Lobo, and Danielle Prokop is here with the story. For UNM students, paying for college is about to look different. All students will pay a $7 premium fee. On top of that, tuition will increase by 2.5%. Finally, upper division courses will see a fee increase of 2.29%. UNM graduate students will pay more with an additional 4.3% increase. Students will see additional increases depending on the amount of upper division courses taken, ranging anywhere from $88 to $215. Terry Babbitt, the Associate Vice President of Enrollment Management, addressed the Regents at the Budget Summit. He said that keeping costs low for students taking less upper division level classes is vital for enrollment rates, adding that students in lower division courses are often, quote, the most vulnerable population, end quote. He said UNM has lost thousands of lower division credit hours because students often begin at a junior level college, then transfer. The total tuition increases will bring an estimated $4.4 billion in annual revenue for UNM. During the budget leadership team's presentation at the summit, they said that new revenues will be going to things benefiting students, faculty, and staff. According to their presentation, $1.7 million will be split across benefits such as financial aid, campus safety, tuition waivers, among others. Over $700,000 will go toward safety developments, and over $100,000 will be used to create a new UNM Police Chief of Security position. Lobo Respect will receive just over $100,000. From fiscal year 2019 to fiscal year 2024, $150,000 will go towards cameras and lights. UNM faculty and staff are also affected by the increase. Faculty will be allotted $2.1 million and staff $1.1 million. The budget leadership team recommended a 1% salary increase for non-probationary employees. 
Employees that show exceptional performance will receive a 2 to 3% increase. This will be the first pay raise for faculty and staff since the 2014-2015 fiscal year. Both the Associated Students of UNM President and the Graduate and Professional Student Association President endorsed the tuition proposal. Thanks, Danielle. This semester, UNM got a new president, Garnett Stokes. She has already made her presence felt on campus during her short time in office. The Daily Lobo has reported on several events she attended, and Catherine Stringham is here with a look back on her first semester. Catherine? In November 2017, the Board of Regents unanimously voted for Garnett Stokes to be the university's 22nd president. She started her term March 1st of this year. Stokes has a five-year contract and annual salary of $400,000. She is a woman of many firsts. She was the first in her family to graduate college, first permanent female head of psychology at the University of Georgia, among others, and most notably, the first woman president of UNM. Since beginning her job as president, she has attended many events such as Lobothon, the Martin Luther King Jr. Vigil, Fiestas, and the Daily Lobo Town Hall. During the town hall, she had a chance to answer some of the Lobo's questions and ones from the audience. The former investigation of head football coach Bob Davey was a hot topic of the night. She responded saying she takes those issues very seriously and realizes there is a desire and need for a cultural change, adding that she will work with the current athletic director to resolve any future issues. She also endorsed the tuition increase, saying that without a hike, there would not be funds to invest in areas of, quote, high priority, end quote. In April, Stokes also opened the University House doors to students to serve root beer floats and meet some Lobos. Students had the chance to walk through the house, give housewarming gifts to the new president, and even snap a few selfies. Thank you, Catherine. New Mexico welcomed Cirque du Soleil in February. Audience members were swept away by jugglers, acrobats, and dancing, all on ice. Nicole Harwood reported on the event for the Lobo, and Danielle Prokop is here with the story. Crystal, a breakthrough ice experience, was the fifth Cirque du Soleil show in New Mexico. The show was hosted at the Santa Ana Star Center in Rio Rancho this past winter. Cirque du Soleil, or Circus of the Sun, is a Canadian-based theater company. It is the largest theatrical producer in the world. Often, the stories are told around a central theme. Performances incorporate circus techniques from across the globe. The scenes melted away as performers also made set changes, or were even the set themselves. According to their website, Crystal was not just any ice show, but Cirque du Soleil's first ever experience on ice. This particular story followed the main character, Crystal, a misfit and a daydreamer, as she falls through a hole in the ice and into her imagination. The role of Crystal was portrayed by seven different performers. One performer was Montreal circus trapeze artist Danica Gagnon Plamadon. Plamadon says she enjoyed the challenge of combining her tricks with ice skates. Her act was in the first half of the show. Plamadon said, quote, When Crystal is with her parents and her family, and she feels trapped, so she goes on her swing in her backyard. She starts to fly and have fun and it is her moment to really shine and be herself." End quote. One performer with roots in New Mexico is UNM alumni Jason Davenport. In 2010, Davenport earned his bachelor's in UNM's theater design department. He said in college he performed as a cheerleader, which helped his work as an aerialist in Cirque du Soleil. While earning his graduate degree, Davenport worked for shows in Las Vegas. He auditioned for Cirque du Soleil and worked for a Las Vegas-based show, The Beatles Love, for four years. He joined the traveling show Crystal in December of 2017 and was excited for the challenge. Davenport said, quote, In Vegas, we did a lot of duo acts. It was always me and one other person working on whatever it was. Here, it is much more of a team element. 
end quote. Thanks, Danielle. Culture editor Nicole Harwood unfortunately couldn't make it here today, but said her desk's coverage of the UNM Health Sciences Center Orchestra was one of her favorite parts of the semester. Catherine Stringham is here with the story. The UNM Health Sciences Center Orchestra has been making it possible for busy students to stay connected to music. Aubrey Powell reported on the orchestra for the Lobo earlier this semester. The HSC Orchestra is part of the Arts in Medicine program under the School of Medicine. It provides students and faculty with expressive opportunities through artistic pursuits such as dance and music. Tim Olert, trombonist and biology doctoral student, said, quote, This is my second semester in the orchestra, and my favorite part is the community mentality. We are all professionals and experts in diverse fields, but we make time to come together and play music, end quote. Shauna Drake Lavelle, a harpist and medical student, says participating in the orchestra and making something beautiful with other students helps her maintain a balanced life. HSC Orchestra's first concert premiered in 2013, and they continue to hold concerts every year. They are always welcoming of new students and encourage anyone interested in renewing old skills on the violin, flute, or other instruments they learned in high school to attend a rehearsal. Thank you, Catherine. On another music note, I'm here with photo editor Colton Newman, who is also part of the Music Desk. Today, he's here to talk about his two favorite shows he's had the chance to cover this semester. Hey, Colton. Hey, Madison. You saw Walk the Moon in early February. How was that? Walk the Moon put on one of the top five concerts I've been to. They performed for a sold-out venue where dancing was more or less mandatory. They played their hits One Foot, Anna Sun, and of course, Shut Up and Dance. Needless to say, they moonwalked their way into my heart. Well, in case they come back to Albuquerque, do they have your recommendation? Of course, their can't-miss performance. So on top of that, you and a few other Daily Lobo members drove up to Denver to see Brockhampton? Yes. Listen, if you haven't heard of Brockhampton, they're the hottest boy band in the music industry. Some members include Kevin Abstract, Matt Champion, Merlin Wood, and a whole slew of other artists. Similar to Walk the Moon, they're high up on my list of favorite concerts. Whether it was Boogie, Junkie, or their song Star, the entire group gave 110%. I highly recommend seeing them live, and there's no excuse not to. They're coming to the 505 on June 14th. I know I'll definitely be there. While we have a few more seconds with you, are there any other concerts that stood out to you this semester? Yes. Tank and the Bangas, Skizzy Mars, and Albuquerque's very own Red Light Cameras were definitely some of my favorites. I actually had the chance to tag along to Tank and the Bangas and definitely check them out. It was a mind-blowing show. You can find all of these stories and photos at dailylobo.com. A little look into the end of the week. Tomorrow, the Anderson School of Business will hold a ribbon-cutting ceremony at 115 for their new building. Donald Amble will be reporting on it for the Lobo. Also tomorrow, Danielle Prokop will be attending the Board of Regents meeting where they are expected to discuss the fiscal year 2018-2019 budget. And just a quick reminder, we will not print a regular issue until June 4th. I would like to thank Danielle Prokop, Catherine Stringham, Cameron Goldner, and Colton Newman for joining me today on the podcast. I would also like to give a big thanks to Cumulus Media for letting us use their studio to tell our stories. That concludes our podcast for today. Have a great summer, and for those unlucky few who are still taking finals, good luck.